Anthony's new book is out, Unstuck, a life manual on how to be more creative, overcome your obstacles, and get shit done. Check out anthonymindel.com unstuck to sign up for updates, promotions, and get your copy of Unstuck today. Hi, everyone. I'm Anthony Mindel. Welcome to In The Moment, a podcast about acting, art, and life, and that tricky little thing we're all after but rarely find ourselves in, the moment. In this series, I talk to all kinds of creatives and friends about the joys and the ah, heartache and challenges of acting, writing, producing, and getting out of our own ways to be the creative channels we all are. For more information, go to anthonymile.com, and you can also find us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Okay, I hope you enjoy. On today's episode, Anthony chats with casting director Josh Einson. Josh is known for This Is Us, Love Victor, and The Big Leap, to name a few. They talk about the change of creative openness in the casting auditioning process, the growing world of self-tapes and how that's changing the industry, and of course, the do's and don'ts of auditioning noting the importance of the risk of failure. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode, a new episode for the new year of In The Moment. Uh, my guest, my first guest for the new year is an old friend of mine I haven't seen in a hot minute. Yeah, it's been a while. Josh Einson. Hello. This is when we Hello. push the record button and everybody <laughs> cheers. It's like so, how are you? You are our guinea pig because we've gone video. We were analog. Oh, I'm we were doing it old school via Zoom. And I'm the, the first, first video. You were our first video. Oy. I was. <laughs> it's yeah. I can't stand being on camera. So this is, I I, yeah. So if it was anybody but you, I would have hard passed. Aww. I really don't enjoy it. I'm grateful that people do because I would be out of a job. This but, is yeah. why you're good being behind the camera. Yeah, I do yes. very well there. <laughs> so Josh is a, a casting director for how long now? Jesus, it's I been think, a, well. I've been in casting over twenty years. Uh, I was going to say around the same. We started around the same time, kind of, right? Yeah, yeah, a casting director. I don't know, especially with these last few years, like time doesn't mean anything. I don't know. I've been casting director of eight to ten years. Okay, ish. Can Something. I can I read a few of your just. Let me read a little bit of your resume because you've done it all, and you can pop in. I didn't, couldn't do all of them. There are so many on IMDb. But are you, are you at Bernie Telsey Company still? Yeah, yeah, okay. So yeah, yeah. and these are just some of the shows: Love Victor, This Is Us, Penny Dreadful, City of Angels, One Day at a Time, I'm Dying Up Here. I love that show. Community, going all the way back, Mad Men, The West Wing. Well, okay, I was an associate on this. Doesn't matter. I know. Everybody no, has it to was an amazing experience. Well, like and the very first real casting credit I had was as an as an assistant on the Polar Express. Oh, whoa! Which, as we're recording this, you know, pre Christmas. That's right. Like yeah. it's that time of year where everybody sees it, and it's like, Josh, oh my God, you worked on this. And that, that was one, how many years ago? Like ten years that ago. That was no, yeah, but twenty plus. Oh, whoa. it was the first oh, no. full CGI movie. It was very strange having to explain to everybody like what that was. Yeah, because yeah. it had never been done before. Oh my god. Yeah. So twenty years ago. Yeah, it's been. Yes, I've had some amazing experiences from assistant all the way through. I'd started in production. Okay. And then in my late twenties, early thirties, switched over. <clears throat> excuse me to casting, and um, yeah, that was one of my 
first big projects with Victoria Bros and Scott Boland, and it was. Are they still around? I still remember working. them yeah. during my days when I was like pounding the pavement. Yeah, no, they're they're great. I love running into them. Oh it's one of the nice things about the CSA is you get to run into these people. right people, your events, and but I think you brought up an interesting point because I think it's important for actors to. I'm I'm gonna I'm interviewing a lot of casting directors this season because I think it's exciting to keep debunking the myths around, and we could talk about that, like you know, because actors see casting directors as. I don't know, something other, phantom-like. And like, you're just like, we're the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're just people trying to like do our job. And But being an associate is also, it's an important job. And also the associates of today become the casting directors or executives. I was at an event last night, I was saying, uh, at Netflix where... One of my one of my students is in this new show, but weirdly enough, when when I got there, they were they were giving oh my god the <coughs> shout outs at the top before they right, they, right. they started the movie, and they mentioned one of the executives. He's a big executive at Netflix, and he's only like twenty nine. He used to be an actor at our Sydney school, so you just never you know what I mean. Like I remember, I was like, "Don't you get too big for your britches?" Because like he was crying in the corner and acting, and now he's like. <laughs> He greenlights all these projects. So you just, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, it's been fun for me, like, starting to, especially working at the Telsey office where, like, we have a staff that we work with and getting to really train a uh, younger uh-huh. generation of uh-huh. people who are going to be the next casting directors and seeing them, like, move just in the time I've been there from assistant to associate to junior casting director and watching them move up. I love that. I love giving them my training and explaining this is how I do it and this is how I work and this is my taste. Now you need to find your own and like develop like within, you know, so that you can bring that out into the world. Yeah, when for sure. You go out on your own or get your own project. So it's, I love it. that. That's a fun part of the job that has come with working there where we have so many staff. Have you guys uh, ever had to fire someone? I mean, in terms of like, I think it's interesting. Like, I've never asked this question before. Like, you're like, uh-oh. Oh, yeah, yeah don't like, worry. Can't you can't name names. Yeah. But, like, no, just in terms of, like, people who want to get into casting, but then you realize, like, oh, maybe they don't have those skills. Because it's acquired skill, right? Like, it's... Well, I'd, I'd say that there have been people who don't end up staying. Hmm. Like, there are people who, like, sort of figure out, like, oh, this is not for me. For you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not. Casting is a very weirdly specific... Like, you can't train into it unless you wanted to be into casting it's not like you worked in this and it applies to casting yeah um and then some people get into casting and they're like oh this is really hard and they're like yeah i don't want to do it you guys do work really hard we work really hard and then like i think the um, there is a uh, an emotional aspect to like most of what we say is no Mm -hmm. (laughs) which like you get used to after a while, but like for some people, it's just like, ugh, that's not how they're wired. A fun and like thing to doing say. that. Yeah, yeah. That's another perk of having staff now. It's like I get to say yes and make somebody else say no. <laughs> like you do. Good that. cop, bad cop, right? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, it's like cool. Yeah. I said no for many years. Now right. it's your turn. Yeah. Um, it's not going any further. Well, and then like she did a great job. It's just we went another way. I guess I, I should actually say like most people like it's not a matter of saying no. You and this is like the minds here. It is the actor advice, like not to be in the mindset of no because you did bad. It's like just no, you weren't this part. Hmm. Is a hard thing to. I, I couldn't do it as often as actors have to do it. Like because 
I think another people another thing that people need to remember is casting directors do go through the audition cycle. Ours is just slower, mm. and mm. it doesn't have anything to do with our you know outward performance. But like we still have to go and meet with producers. Right. It's a creative conversation as right. to whether or not we fit what they want. Um, and there have been plenty of times where I didn't get the part. You get turned down, yeah, for sure. Um, so and and it's not because I was bad. <laughs> I just wasn't right for that, you know, either the chemistry or how they work creatively or whatever. So I think actors, I am at a place in my career where most of the people who audition for a part don't do a bad job. Mm -hmm. I'm good enough at bringing in people who are going to do a good job uh, and not tank. And so it then just becomes a matter of a lot of people who've done a good job and the creative team picks who it's their vision. Well, you make an important distinction of you know, I'm always trying to remind actors, right? Like if you go in and do your work and your work is solid and you're, you know, you're leaving it all on the floor on the dance floor. It's not that you did, were bad. It's not, it's just really about essence. It's about you were right, but this person was more right. Doesn't mean they were better on a different day. It could have been somebody else. You have blonde hair and they wanted to go with dark hair. Like you, as you know, right, there's so many variables and yeah. I've seen crazy, crazy talented people that are just yeah. amazing and just not right for the part. Not right for it. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, which just means, I think, Josh, like, I, when, you know, for me working with actors, I'm teaching an intensive this weekend, and we do, on the second day, we all do the same material. So we kind of demystify, like, if everybody in the room just does an awesome job, but then you just, somebody just kind of slides in in a just different way. Yeah. It's like, it's like dating. Like, oh, I kind of vibe with this person a little bit more for whatever reason, but for a different role, a different person could have been that, you know? So... That's the challenge about acting, right? Like you just have to keep moving forward yeah. and know that it's subjective and not, unless you're like stinking up the room. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> actors! I've had then people you who have said to... like, "Oh my god, I totally like you know pooped the bed." Oh yeah, and didn't. Right. They you know well, there's that their too. Head about it, that's, like no, that's true. You, you really did not. Like you may have not felt it, and. And they get cast and they don't know why. Right. No, of course. Great. They, yeah, they they call their agents and they're like, how did that, How did you do? And they're like, oh, it was so terrible. And then the next day they get the call that they got it. And they're like, what? But sometimes they can be stinky in the room too, which is also, a, I think like it's also important for actors to not, and I'm curious what your thoughts are on this, is that maybe because of COVID, I was feeling like this way leading into COVID that it was becoming more and more it's interesting because casting doesn't want a perfect performance. Casting is always looking for this flawed, beautiful, interesting, messed up human being, right? But it feels like corporate-driven industry more and more is relying on this, this perfect ideal. Weirdly, I have found it switching. Um, there's been, it's been one of the silver linings for me for the, during the pandemic. Uh-huh. And, and I don't want to say post-pandemic because... We're in it, right, but right, like right. you know, it, it's getting better. Um, I have found that when I send an audition off to the team, it used to be like if people came into the room, an actor would leave and they'd be like, mm, I didn't say it exactly right, and then I'd have to like go chase a person uh-huh. and bring them back in and try to get, or they just wouldn't get the part and it made me nuts. And and that happened. All, all the, the time. time. And now there's this been this thing where we sent it off. And I know at the beginning of the pandemic, we told people, our teams, like, I know you've seen 
uh, taped auditions before, but we really just can't work with people now. Right, so right, like, right. if this, you need a direction, please let us know and got. we'll relay it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, everybody's like, you know what? It's close. Uh, we'll work with it on yay. the day. And oh, I'm my like, God. Yay. I've been waiting my whole career yeah, for to people to say, it's close <laughs> enough. We'll fix it on the set. Yeah. Like, that's what yeah. you're supposed to do. Yes, so it's, it's, that has been this fantastic silver lining. And they've been more open to rougher performances right. uh, that they will then shape. Which, right. Like I said, I've been waiting forever to hear it. It's been a joy. Yeah. So oh, yay. It's been strange. And then all the way up to the studios and networks, too. They are also capable of watching those. And just kind of seeing through it. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're like, oh, okay, that's cl- close enough. Uh-huh. I mean, for the big, for our series regulars that we've had to cast, we'll still do callbacks. And, right. And chem, chem reads on, on, <laughs> Zoom. on Zoom. But... And, and really try to clean it up. But for like most roles that we end up casting, everybody's been much more open than they were before. So that's been... A, a real perk and a real joy because it means that everybody is seeing that there is a creative process that mm. actors bring to it mm-hmm. and taking direction is part of it. Yeah. Like that will happen when they get to set. Beautiful. What do you think in terms of, we were talking just before we came on, like, are you, so you're working remotely. Do you think you're going to, you guys are ever going to reopen an office partially or is it going to stay this way? Or, and you know, also just, you know, I grew up, well, I didn't grow up. I professionally, I started in New York when Bernie Telsey was just in New York, yeah. and it was just a little theater. You know, I mean, he he was casting like a lot of off Broadway stuff, and you know, they were known as the the theater office. I did everything. I got in there for rent. I had a callback for rent. <laughs> Bernie saw me. I had a friend, Heidi Marshall, who used to work there. Yeah, and yeah. Um, so it was the theatrical office, but now. I kind of asked asking two questions, but um, well, in New York they've had like they're in person a lot more. Oh, okay. Um, just the nature of theater and Broadway is you really have to be right. Yeah. Um, so they've been doing more out here. We're really dependent, like on the studios mm-hmm. telling us what we're allowed to do, and so far the answer has been no. Oh, really? We're not allowed to go back. And because of COVID. Because yeah. of COVID. Uh-huh. And I don't know if we're going to go back. Um, I and I won't get into the whole how the deals work, but they would have to provide us office space if we asked for it as right. part of our deal. Right, right. And it's a lot cheaper for them not of to. Of course, yeah. And with studios office space being at such a premium. Yeah. Like, great. If it's working, why change it? Yeah. And there are procedures where if you need to do something in person, they'll help you set it up. And then you would just go to, like, the executive office and do something. Um, which so far we haven't because it's a pain in the butt, but we could if we really needed to for mm-hmm. a final audition or whatever. Um, I don't know. I really don't. I don't know what's coming. I, I think my guess is that at some point in the future we will be in a hybrid situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There have been a lot of silver linings to how the process works when it's just all electronic. But at the end of the day, like we work in an industry like our part yeah. of the industry is all about people yeah. so not ever interacting with people is strange yeah, yeah. but I find you get to see more people I'm not limited in where they are true that's and, right and and they can even be LA based but if you are traveling or visiting your family or boy you really just want to work out of whatever city because it's beautiful and you'll come back if needed um, cause you know, the joke before was like, how do you want to guarantee to book a job, book a vacation. Right. And now you can like actually go somewhere and know that like you can submit an audition and it's fine. So those sorts of things have been great. Um, 
But Josh, let's debunk this because I'm I have I'm curious since you know sure. so we have schools all over the world. I'm curious like. This event that I went to last night, it was shot in Montreal, mm-hmm. and my student who is in it is based in London. And I didn't ask him, like, what was your deal memo? It's like, <laughs> real local high, right? Like, so, but, okay, so what, I mean, yes, it has, you can tape, self-tape from anywhere, but what is sort of the perception of, like, when I go teach at our Vancouver school, Hollywood North, they still feel like they are perceived as, like, not less than, but they are not going to get, the lead roles are all being cast out of LA or New York, let's say. And all the secondary roles are, you know, so they always feel like they're not getting a fair, so I'm curious about that. Same with Atlanta in a way. So can you? Well, it, I guess it depends on what the role is and what the project is. Yeah. Um, to Because if they're shooting in Atlanta, that you're going to hire from here, right? The leads. Well, we'll look both places. And there have been so many. Will you? We have just because, like, the number of people who have left LA and and okay. have made, oh, okay. especially Atlanta, uh-huh. like some of my favorite actors. So that is happening. There. Okay, it's not as big a pool, right. but like, yes, I'm still gonna say, oh my god, they should sell tape there okay. for us um, because I love them and they just happen to live there now. Um, so, sure, I think. For leads, yes, it is easy to do a search from anywhere, and I really just don't care anymore. Um, for for guest cast, for co-stars, for anything that's going to work quickly, uh-huh. you got to be wherever it's shooting okay. because then then it's a problem. Then if like you're in Texas and you do a self tape and things get pulled up because of a COVID change and I need you to tomorrow and you have to get on a plane, I'm in trouble. So those sorts of roles, uh-huh. no, you still kind of have to be. A local hire where it is but would somebody maybe do act because i you know i advocate that actors do whatever they have to do to get work but would, could somebody say that they're a local hire and then just try to f- fly themselves there and like you know what i mean or no, do no. you do they have to be transparent about that in no. the casting process i have buried bodies in the desert <laughs> who have tried to pull this with me you have to be transparent it's, it's like i said i have had situations they're in reno nevada now. where i need you they were like, Tomorrow. yes, I live in Albuquerque, and then you find out they're based in... Well, it's, they say, yes, they live in L.A. And, okay. Or wherever. Okay. But, like, for me, it happened during the pandemic on all of my shows, where people would say, oh, I'm... I'm in, based? I'm based in L.A. Where they're which filming. Which is great. However, they're living currently in wherever, uh-huh, and uh-huh. our schedule changes. Okay, right, yeah. They can't get... And I need you here right away. Right. And... And every studio's policy on travel is different. Some people afterwards, I think they've all lightened up on quarantines for the most part. Right, right. But what that is varies from studio to studio. And if I need you at 7 o'clock tomorrow morning and I'm telling you this at 9 o'clock at night, you're not going to be able to get a flight. Right. Like, it's just not happening. So, like, that's the stuff where, like, you've got to be honest and you've, it don't have to be local, but you at least need to be honest uh-huh. yeah. so that I can cover my butt because I ran into situations where I called I was like hey I need you here and they're like oh <laughs> my flight's not till two yeah I can I can get on a flight first thing in the morning and I'm like I need oh. you before oh, wow. it so it has happened okay it has yeah. so for those you've really that doesn't work for the big roles if I've got warning or if it's not gonna shoot for a while right. I really like I don't care I did an Apple Youth Project and we saw kids from, from everywhere all over the mm-hmm. world and they both ended up being from different parts of Canada we did chemistry reads with, you know, a kid in Vancouver or somewhere in Western Canada. It wasn't uh, Calgary. Vancouver. Oh, there was a girl who was like currently working on a project, I think, in Spain. Mm-hmm. 
and we had them do a chemistry together. And like, that's a thing that in the past I would have just had to say, sorry, right. It's never going to happen. Not in the mix. Yeah. 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 So that's the kind of stuff where there's pros and cons to all of it. Right. Enough good things have come out of it that I'm looking forward to figuring out how we hybridize it. Right. We just haven't died yet. Well, it has become more international as well. Right. Which is exciting. And you can, you know, I think for me, I have, I'm going to Cape Town or Cape Town. We have school in Cape Town, so I'm wow. leaving on Monday. But there are people that are, well, there's a lot of industry in Cape Town and there's a lot of American stuff being shot there because of the tax incentive. But it's exciting because people are getting, uh, I don't want to say a fair or a shake, but they are. They're getting more opportunities to like be a part of like American production. Yeah. I mean, I hear both sides of the complaint, which is also like, What's the I'm other right side? here in Los Angeles. Oh, like, why right. are you bringing in somebody in from wherever? I'm like, well, oh, okay. but I mean, but yeah, I, I mean, I guess I hear that, but I, I think it's exciting to, there's, you know, this is what I really respect about casting directors because good casting directors like yourself, you're really willing to like look under every rock to find talent. And, and why should it be just centered in one space? Like, you know, I've also discovered that there's a lot of amazing actors in LA, but there's also a lot of amazing actors in New York and amazing actors in London and amazing actors in Cape Town and in Sydney. And everybody should have, if they're willing to travel and they're willing to put in the work. Yeah. You know, I think you need to be at one of the hubs. I think being truly in the middle I, I, of the I agree. is yes. not helpful to your career, but <clears throat> everybody's like, come and teach in Des Moines. I'm like, I love you, Iowa, but I am not going to teach in Des Moines. I've actually taught in Iowa before. <laughs> how, how was? Well, you know what? I taught at, at, at um, uh, David Lynch. David Lynch how? has, he has a, a, a filmmaking program at Maharishi University in, in the middle of Fairfield, Iowa, which is kind of, I don't know, it's bucolic and amazing, this whole, this huge university. And, uh, you know, he, he's not so much in the film business anymore, but he all, his whole goal is to have people meditate. And I think he, he has this, right, right. I knew that he has this philanthropic organization that I think the goal was like to get 20 million people meditating. And so anyway, it's meditation based. And I, I was there to teach the last few years. I haven't done it in a couple of years, but, um, teaching the graduate directing program how to work with actors so it was really cool anyway we just went off on a tangent but no, so yes great. i have taught in iowa well i'm also glad that you brought up meditation because at some point people end up asking me like what what to do, do i advise yeah. and i'm like there are two things breathe improv <laughs> uh and meditation like these are two things to like loosen you up and make you uh, available not alcohol <laughs> no. i'm just nah. kidding actually i have a funny bernie tells me no. story <laughs> what's in here people <laughs> it is early i had a call back it was call back notice that i said call back, call back. once an actor always an actor it wasn't just an audition no i did i had a call back for rent Mm-hmm. at Bernie's office. This was way back in the day. Yeah. and um, He refers to his company as the house that rent built. Oh, yeah. So I love that you're bringing it up. Yeah, it's true, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I also I studied with Anthony Rapp, and he was in. we were in the same class together when he broke through with Ren, and I think I was actually going into, like, when he was moving on to other things, I was, like, you know, <laughs> second fiddle to, like, audition for his role. But I remember in my first audition, they... Before they called me back, they were like, yeah, it's really great, Tony. But he said, I think it was him. He's like, can you just like 
go outside and roll around in the mud. And I love that note because it wasn't, it wasn't, ed- I wasn't edgy. You know what I mean? Enough for rent, I guess. I was like wearing eye- an Izod and a preppy sweater in Oklahoma. You know what I mean? But in my callback, I didn't do this true story. There was a guy next to me who had a big ass thermos and he pulled out his thermos and he was like downing stuff. And I was like, what you got there? And it was like, (laughs) it was tequila or something. And from that moment, he's like, it really helps a lot. And I was like, I was such a nerd and a square. And I felt like I had to come to acting like so perfectly. Not that I'm advocating drinking or drugs. I'm not. But it was interesting. I thought like, you know, whatever works for people in a way. Now, I know I'm in a way, though. I'm getting myself into like, (laughs) but no, I mean, I didn't work for him. He didn't get the job. So there you go. But I think it was, I I think it was a disconnected way to try to find connection. And I think actors get, like you said, meditation, breathing, remembering to like, I think for me, I'm always teaching like not adding all this meaning to what an audition is because the people like you guys on the other side are not tracking it like the person who's experiencing it, right? Like when an actor makes a mistake, you're not, oh my God, you probably aren't even tracking it. You didn't even see it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no, the things that people get in their head about that they just absolutely shouldn't. Right. uh, You know, fumbling a line or whatever. It's like nobody, you didn't not get this part. That's right. Because you fumbled a line on the day they would have you do the line again. Like that's not, so the, the, yeah, the stuff that people like to beat themselves up about, I find just, Deeply unhelpful. But that, to me, is like meditation. (laughs) Like That's why I'm like, there are healthier ways to be present than tequila. Than drinking. (laughs) Again, I'm not advocating drinking. I just thought it was an interesting story because for me, my eyes were open to how people come into the work in many different ways. And I wasn't judging that guy. I was like, okay, he's really freaked out and... You know what I mean? <laughs> There's anti-anxiety medicine now. Like there are other modalities to help actors who, you know, some people can't control the neural wiring that like, you know? Yeah. Well, that, yeah, that I, I think, yes, having outlets to do something. Yeah. So, Healthily. Yeah. So that you can, when you kind when you get to the room or the set, you can be present. And I mean, enjoy it. Like that's, that's the thing. Like we try to make an enjoyable process. Right. Like we it's know it's not. Auditioning fun. is. Yeah auditioning but like it we one of the things well we don't have the office anymore but when we did we tried to make it fun for people when they came in like this you is your few minutes to, <laughs> we had a very like nice office it was comfortable okay, okay nice yeah. um and i always i made sure when i joined the office we always had a white noise thing oh good so you don't hear the other person in the room get out yeah so you're like oh that's how they do yeah, it maybe exactly. i should do it that way and you can't hear like what the people are saying afterwards um to try to help with the sanity like we're trying to make it a better process and i actually again one of the perks to doing this yourself now when you're self-taping is if you're not happy with the take do it again. Right, do it again. Like you can always have another take. Yeah, but also like, on set, you are you can always have another take. Right. Yeah. This yeah. is what. Yes. In in an audition room, when there are producers there, you don't always get another take. Some, True. Especially like the socially awkward ones who are not great at working with actors. Right. Like, well, right. sometimes you just go, okay, great, great job. Yeah. And now everybody in is is in a position where let's do it again. Yeah. And and we always open it up to people doing two takes per scene. Up oh, to two okay. takes per I've gotten very good at sending a pre-direct out. Uh-huh. Since I don't get to redirect anymore, I'm like, here, here's one of the ways we're going to want to see it. 
uh, and then letting people do that and then another thing and you can send it to us and we'll pick and it's and it is closer to how it would have been in the room and if you really feel like you tanked a take you don't send that one Mm -hmm. and you can do it again so like that is another like upside downside like it would be nice to be able to actually give a direction i miss that Mm, yeah uh, you know helping to really shape it i mean that's why i got into it nobody like gets into this because they're like oh i love deal memos but you know like that part of it i miss but at the same time knowing that actors can do it until they're comfortable with it Mm -hmm. is not always a luxury we have in the room where i'm like i really only have minutes and then i gotta move on to the next person so you know the pros and cons to all of it yeah I, in the days before self-taping, I was used to tell actors, like, look, if you feel like it's not working, you can always stop yourself <clears throat> and start again. Like, we're human beings, you know, yeah. it, it, with another human being, and we're allowed to be human. But yeah. we that goes right out the window when we go in because we, like, yeah, it's all about, like, executing this perfect, in our mind, right, this perfect performance. And so you just can't ask 20 times, can I do that again? But wait, can I do it again? I, I would can say I do another one? you can tell at the beginning of a scene whether or not it's What's working. Well. Yes. And if like, you're in the zone. You're in like yes. half a page in and it's tanking, like then you're just, yeah. okay, can I start? I, need, I didn't take a breath. And then, yeah. sure. Yeah. It's like when people get to the end of like a five page scene and they're like oh, two yeah. lines from the end and they're like, can I do it again? I'm like, <laughs> sure. I love it. That's kind of ballsy though. I love it. I... I it usually gets better, so yeah. like I try not to judge, but I'm also yeah. like, you knew <laughs> this was not going well, um, or whatever. Like, finish the scene, and I'll give you a redirect anyway. But yes, like at the very beginning of the scene, people like get tongue tied, and like it happens to everybody. everybody. Like, our 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 mouths stop working like they're supposed to. And it's fine to just say, "I'm sorry." Can I take a breath or yeah. a sip of water? Like, yeah, sure. I'm sure you've seen it all. Yeah, yeah, like we don't care. Yeah, right. <laughs> like that's we would we the the thing to remember about us is we would always rather have it be good, like and like that helps us. Of it course, helps it you. makes you guys look great. And right? it, like I, we want to cast the role. We want you to do well. Like our job is not to audition a quantity of people. So like it's not like I'm just trying to get you out so I can meet my quota of however right. many people today. It's to get good people who've done well. So if taking a breath or a sip of water is in a moment helps you get there Mm. we support that Mm -hmm. we want it to go well Mm -hmm. um for you for us it's yeah today's podcast episode is sponsored by we audition receive 25 percent off with the promo code amaw on weaudition.com the video chat community to audition rehearse self-tape and get advice and hopefully book the fucking job Enjoying In The Moment? Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us at Anthony Mindel and at AMAW Studios, plus all the worldwide accounts near you for updates. Well, just let me ask, like, what, how many tapes do you see a day now, like, for a role? Or how many people would you see in this new kind of non-in-person audition? It depends. Again, it depends on the kind of part um, if it's for co-stars and, and guest stars, it's not too many more than we saw before. Oh, okay. Um, like just because... 20 a roll or 10 a roll or... Around 15. 15, okay. Um, so that's like right there. Just as, like, wow, that's really to just get, you know, our listeners to get their heads around that for, a, let's say, a guest star role. Your office for one show is just seeing like 15 tapes and you probably get how many submissions for that? 600? 
A thousand? Thousands. Yeah. thousands. Well, again, it depends on the part. Like, if Whoa. it is a very specific part, it'll be a few Actors hundred. like, I'm ready to drink now. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's intense. Yeah. Whoa. Um, drink break. <laughs> it's Because there are, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but, but because you're also getting them from all over the world, there are just so many, I feel like there's well, so many more actors in a way. I, when I say that number, I'm like, that is during... A series that is episodic okay. casting. Okay. That's not for a pilot. That's not for a film. Right. That is for like we've got five or eight days. Right. We gotta go. Right. There's right. A right. Lot of parts. The machine of the show. Right. Right. That is so. Like it used to be, I would have seen like twelve to thirteen. Now it's like fifteen to seventeen. Okay. So it's like a few more because because I have the time. Like it used to be, you had to. You only had this long, and right. I had to incorporate. Had in. I have to walk out. Yeah, check yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I haven't seen. Hi, how are you? How's your dog? <laughs> yes, yes. And everybody's yeah. seen my dog on Instagram. Right, right, so right. right. Asked about Cooper. And yeah. like, okay, but like, right. And now, like, I don't have to do that. Right, so right, I can right. open up a little more. Okay. Um, but it goes back partly to me having a vision and knowing what I want to see, and and I don't need to throw it too wide when we're moving that quickly, and I also don't love asking like tons of people to do work. When I, if, right. if, if, if they don't you know that to. they're, yeah, okay. yeah. So like, but for if when we're talking like a series regular or like a major guest star or anything like that, where they, where there's more time and more weight, mm-hmm. and like, who know, I can't even tell you how many people I've seen mm-hmm. on. And again, we've seen a lot more because we could mm-hmm. uh, on the pilots mm-hmm. uh, and for those sorts of big roles because. Why not? Of course, there like, might be somebody out there that is, you know, undiscovered. We actually, it happened on our last pilot. Oh, we wow. yeah. had who we thought it was going to be. And, and somebody swooped in. Well, and we just kept looking, but like not everybody uh-huh. was quite on the same page uh, about it. So we're like, we'll just keep looking. And literally it was like the last day. And then somebody was going to have to get on a plane. I love those stories. And, then... and this audition came in. I was so tired of hearing the role too. Like I just, of like, course, you could do it. I was. You're like, actually, I'm putting myself up for this. I know. Role. It's like they'll never know. This. And I was. Just, I'm a 22 year old college gal. <laughs> At that point, I really. And it was early. It was like the coffee was just kicking in, and I remember okay. watching it and being like, "Oh wow." It's really good. And of course, we're all at home. And I got on Slack and I'm like, "Is it me is or is she really good? Uh, I think she's really good." Uh-huh. And then everybody else watched. They're like, oh, wow. And then I sent it to the team thinking like, am I just having an early morning? I need this to work desperation right. thing. And immediately the emails Everybody's started like, coming no, back. Like, oh, my God, she's it. It's That's it. amazing. So did the show go? Uh, we did the pilot. We are still waiting to okay. hear. And then you and can then, tell us who it is. Oh, once it goes. I one, mean, yeah. Yeah, once it goes. Once it goes. The, but they loved her. Like the, okay. everybody loved her. Like producers, studio network. And it was and great what, that like... Was the other girl pinned for that whole time? Oh, it's so I'm sure. Oosh. And then we had to let it go. Oh, yeah. That's um, but in fairness, once we saw this other young woman, it's like, oh, she actually yeah, is the right, one right, who right, was right, right, right for the part. Yeah. And we yeah. just didn't know it until yeah. we saw it. So having the time and having and being able to just keep it open to people sending us these self-tapes. Yeah. I don't think she was in town. Ended up working. Uh-huh. So that's cool. again, like, Pros and cons to all of it. I've never actually met any of my series regulars oh, for like wow. two yeah, years that's now. True, because <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. Like it's very strange. Oh, yeah. Like I you don't seen... really have time to visit set, or I'm not near... allowed to visit set. Oh. I wanted to go up to Vancouver because okay. it was a whole bunch of This Is Us people who were working on that show, uh-huh. and I'm like, ah, oh, we know each other, right. and I'll meet the new people. 
And they were like, oh, no. Uh, you are not allowed uh-huh. anywhere near that set. So uh, I was allowed to go to the last night of filming for Love, Victor, and the last day of filming for This Is Us. Okay. They both took acts of Congress. And, to make up. And I'm like, I could like every doorknob on the way to set and give COVID to everyone, right. and it won't matter for this show. Right. Like, we're done. This right. is it. Right, right, like, right. Please let me come and see these uh, people. Yeah. And it was great. And on both of those shoots... I got to meet people who had been either series regulars or major recurring guest stars who I had never actually met. Uh, I had maybe talked to on Zoom. It's a weird... I'm sure they were so appreciative. Because, like, you know, you change people's lives. It was... And it it really was, like... Especially, like, some of the younger actors. Like, I knew, like, being on those shows was... was, a big break. Yeah. A big opening. And and I wanted to go see them. Uh, And then the ones who I knew already are the... They were two of the loveliest casts I've ever... uh, and, and I well, those are wonderful shows, so props at, to you. And wonderful people. Like, yeah. I think that came through. Yeah. Let's, as we're winding down here, because it goes by so fast, what um, what are some do's and don'ts? I love the don't. Tell any, like, yeah, I love hearing them. Oh, I don't I feel like we sort of hit some of them already, just uh, organically. It's Well, I'm always, if I can just jump in, like, is really getting actors to take up space and not forgetting that you want them to do well, like what, what, what we're always reminding people and that it's okay for you to go in and kind of like, it's your three minutes or four minutes to show them your work. Right. Yeah. And if you come in from that energy, I think it like really changes the dynamic in the room as opposed to like, what do you want to see? You don't know what you want to see. I mean, you have an idea of what you're looking for, but when that's the alchemy of the room, right? When somebody comes in and energetically fulfills that, it's a, it's a, that's the, that's why there's no formula for it. It's just that it's this thing. I think the, some of the best auditions I've seen are the ones where it's really, People do it and you can feel them drop the mic in their head. And right. whether or not they are right for it, like they came in, they had a good time. Yeah. And like and you see them walk out of the room right. with this and energy like, like Bye. Bye. Maybe I'm for you, maybe right. I'm not. Yeah. But like it's kind of I that was fun. You can't be desperate. Yeah. And you just, just can't be it's like dating. Josh, it's, I'm gonna write a book called Acting is like dating, I would say. Because <laughs> it is, you can't be desperate. Because no. you pick, it's again, it's an energetic, but you pick up on it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I really miss the part of the energy of people walking in the room. Like I knew Michael Cimino was to get the lead of Love Victor uh-huh. the moment he walked in. Uh-huh. And I saw so many talented Because oh, that was before COVID, right? Yeah. It was, it was, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Uh, 2018 year, or 19. 18 right? or 19 yeah. when we were doing the pilot. Uh-huh. Uh, and the second he walked in, I'm like, that's Victor. Him. That's and, Victor. Which is not to say, like, I saw immensely a talent, immensely talented, adorable, fantastic actors but i i just knew right. and i miss that right like we don't have that anymore yeah and, yeah and that that part of the energy is gone but he also came into the room just like happy to be there yeah and that and and a lot of my favorite auditions are people who are just happy to be there whether or not they got the part it was fun for both of us mm-hmm. to get to do that um and i think you know bringing that to the self-tape just i've seen some slates where it's really like, they're not trying to be silly or whatever, but clearly they're just having a good time. Yeah. Like, even just like, hi, I'm Josh Einstein, you know, like, right. and I'm like, oh, you're having a good time today and you're relaxed and it's appealing for us to see it. I will say 
Here's a piece of advice that I give to my interns okay. back when we had them and when we had an office. Yeah. But like the people who worked at the front desk. And it's a great thing for actors to keep in mind when they come in for us. And it'll end up being the title of this episode. It's Everybody Poops. That's right. Everybody even, poops. My therapist says, even the princess poops. <laughs> there you go. And it's even the princess. But are you the princess? <laughs> no, no. Just in terms of like, you know, when you like fall in love with someone and you think they're so perfect and like they don't shit. And then you realize like, oh, they, they stinky poopies. Yeah. And it's, and I would tell the interns, I'm like, listen, occasionally very famous people still have to audition. And they will come into the office and they will be standing in front of you and you'll be like, oh my God, it's right. fill in the blank, amazing poops. person that I have loved. I'm yeah. just going to keep doing that. That's what right? I want you to say in your head. It's like, they poop too. Josh poops. I, I wish I could hire somebody to do it for me. I'm pretty sure Oprah has hired somebody to do it for her. Other than that. Well, yes, because she's poops. scared of bathrooms, basically. Really? Yes, yes. It, I did not know. I kind of feel like I identify with Oprah because I also think she's a Capricorn. I could be wrong with that. <laughs> but I have a phobia about like pooping. This whole, this whole thing wow, is going down. Like this is like <laughs> breaking uh, out the new podcast in 2023. Classy. I know. I'm so glad we're Tony and Josh talking about pooping. But no, she is... Uh, really like hygienic and is paranoid about pooping in public and cannot do it at airports and <laughs> I, I sometimes have those moments where I cannot do it they'll hear me next door that's, well I did not well okay they may not when I tell them they may not poop there right but somewhere they have pooped and I think it's important for actors to remember that when they come in for us or, or for lower, like huge producers yeah, it's, like I'm intimidated even with some of the people that I work for. Right, right. And I've worked for for years, but I'm still like, I don't get starstruck, but I get talent struck. Right. And I just find like, wow, the way their brains work. Like I can't, Mm. I'm a pretty bright guy and I just can't imagine how they do what they do. And that's so incredible to me that I I stay a little awestruck. Oh, Um, yeah, that's great. But I think it is important for actors while they're in the room they poop too. Right. And then oh, you can leave later and be like, oh my God, I just met whoever and freak right. out about it. But in that moment, it is just, everybody is there. Everybody wants it to go well. Everybody poops. Well, to just stay on this scatological oh, theme for one more minute, <laughs> I also think it really, it's, I love that you mentioned this because I do think acting and going and auditioning at some level, the energy, I had a student once who said this and she works a lot. She's saying like, you have to kind of go and like, you just, Plug your ears, people, if it's too much. Like, you're going to take a shit on the stage. Like, you have to be willing to risk failing. You have to be willing to, like, let it be a mess. That's what, And not caring. Like, how does it look? This is a perfect poop or not. You know what yeah. I mean? Just letting it, letting it. Yeah. Well, and there's nothing wrong with, like, having a day where you're like, well, that sucked. Yeah. Nah. All right. That and was then shit. move on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I, well, that's also okay. That was that, that's important. The stage. And just, yeah. And because being able to let that go because I, nobody has a 100% well, no, track we're, record. We're not robots. Actors are not robots. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it's important for them to. Well, and, and but for them to remember everybody in the creative world, like nobody gets it right all the that's time. Right. Then nobody has ever always written a that's perfect right. episode. Nobody's always directed a purpose perfect episode like everybody always looks at their work and goes oh, I wish I'd done this I, oh, I wish I'd had more time and I could have done that or oh one more take and I would have told him to do that a little more prep time and I would have done that I think everybody does that right so it, or even if you're opposite your most famous 
actor that you is the hero of yours, you realize like, oh, they're making mistakes or they dropped their lines or that wasn't the best take and they have to do it again. And then it normalizes like, oh, I'm okay to make mistakes, you know. I've never been on set when one of the series regulars didn't have to call for a line right, or, or fumble a line and right. then the, yeah. the and script like, super uh, rookie yeah. I'm like oh hey right, this right. tape's actually like this not that and uh, like nobody gets it right all the time and and those actors don't go back to their trailer and they're like oh right. I can't yeah. believe it like, yeah. you know they just like oh right okay and then they do it again right. like you have to like it's just the mindset you have to get into is like the creative process is a creative process and whether you are on stage and it's a little different every night, which is the joy of being on stage, mm-hmm. or you're in front of a camera and if they didn't like that take, they'll, they'll do, do it another again take. and they'll yeah. edit around it. That's if right. you like fart in the middle of a thing, right. like brain or physical, right. and okay, be interesting. They can and just keep going. Don't stop and beat yourself up. Right. Same during auditions, by the right. way. Yeah. Just keep going, like until somebody tells you to stop. Because right. if the rest of it is great, who cares? Like that's the joy of editing. So uh, I really like, and I know it's easier said than done. Like I have had interviews where I go and beat myself up afterwards. Like, Why did I say that? that? Why did we talk about poop for twenty minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm so glad I brought that. Around. Oh, I love it, Josh. Well, let's do our speed round. Although I realize, like, oh my god, I forgot. I'll remember them. I've done so many podcasts. I should. I won't remember all of them. Okay, so I'm just gonna ask you questions and whatever comes to mind. Okay. They're pretty simple. Uh, what's your favorite movie of all time? So dramatic. Oh, so many. I know. What's although I am here because of Star Wars, the original Star Wars. Oh wow! Like when you really get back to like what planted like the seed. 77, 1977. Yeah. Uh, Five years old, saw oh, it in the wow. theater, yeah. and like that. We're about the same age. Planted Josh. the seed. Okay, yeah. Twenty-eight. <laughs> I'm turning fifty-five this year. I'm proud of it. I will say it. I'm turning twenty-eight again okay. this year. <laughs> Who's I your can... favorite actor? Allison Janney. I love Allison Janney. She can do anything. And you know, she talks about she got freed up. I'm paraphrasing here, but when she won the Oscar, like she just started going into auditions and like was doing it for herself. You know, there's this theme that actors who break through, Brian Cranston talks about that. I say this a lot, where they just finally are like, you know what? It may not be your cup of tea, but this is the tea that I'm offering. You know? I, I from a number of people of her caliber, when I have known them earlier in their careers, who have said, Oh, this is it, I'm never gonna work again. Right, right. Yeah. You know, and yeah. yes, you are. So, yeah, like everybody, that, again, it gets into that thing, like everybody gets into weird headspaces about stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, she's brilliant. She can do stage, film, TV, yeah, she's comedy, really, drama. She's like, amazing. Just, like, I, I have never, I've worked on two shows with her. If she remembers me, it's the lovely drooling boy in casting because I get around her. And you're like, uh. Like I said, I don't get starstruck. I get talent struck. And she's my favorite. Uh-huh. So I'm like, hi, Elsa. And just. I'm sure she'll remember that. <laughs> she's probably blocked it. Yes. I'm writing down some of my questions that are coming to me now. Okay, so what is something you can't do without? My dog. Aw. Yeah. That's sweet. What kind of dog is it? Golden Retriever. Aww. He's so sweet. Cooper? Cooper. Uh-huh. Hi, Cooper. Um, what's something that you would, looking back now, you would tell your younger self? Huh. So many things. Yeah. If we could only live in reverse. Relax. Yeah. Relax. Relax. I really, when I started med- meditate. Yeah. 
I like I wish I had a secret known. weapon. So many things changed for me once yeah. I started meditating. Yeah. So what, my kind, of, what kind of practice do you do? Emily Fletcher was. Like oh the my god! Is that how we originally met? It might have been. Emily, we're giving a shout out to Ziva Meditation and Emily Fletcher, who used to head up our New York school. Yeah. This was about ten years ago, I think. Yeah, uh, like. Yeah, 11 years ago. And then she, you know, was a big proponent of meditation. And then, like, has, yeah. if you don't know, check out Emily Fletcher's Ziva Meditation. It's on Instagram everywhere. And she just led a retreat, her first, like, retreat yeah, in Costa, Costa Rica. Rica. I know, that looked amazing. Love Emily. <clears throat> She's, she, well, she and I. Hi, friends. <laughs> That's how she says hi to people. I know. Hi, friends. Well, and you, every, it's She's just the amazing. most amazing energy. Yeah, but she was the one. Oh, gosh, Josh, I love this. I never, I never knew that. Yeah, we were, we had been friends while she was training to be a meditation guru ah. and she kept giving me all this advice which was life-changing and right. at some point she was like you know it's because i'm <laughs> trying to meditate you really ought to do that too right right, right. And, and i was like oh and she's a brilliant teacher but like wherever you get it from like that has been yeah truly like the way it sort of sets me up i don't miss a morning okay wow good for you yeah. okay what's something you're scared of snake Oh yeah, I'm going to South Africa, and <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, green mambas. I'm scared of like, yeah. I mean, like the knee jerk response was failure. Like, let's get into the psychology of it. Oh, but like, wow, this is a deep therapy session. Yeah, but that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, but because like, because I don't believe that we fail. I think like I actually think we're we're failing every day, right. and so we don't we don't really think it's more of like we're scared of our own success than the things that we think we failed at because the failures are leading to like in inherently inside each i know this sounds so cliche but it's true our successes is born out of those failures i agree which is why i don't i it's been a while since i've been in a place where like i was really actually worried consciously about failure right because i've also i've gotten to that place now of like also being okay like knowing i'm gonna screw stuff up Right. Like you, you just don't. You just, yeah. Like it, and so you can either beat yourself up about it or learn from it and don't do it again and apply it to the next lesson. And, and that takes age. Like I wish again, like the younger self had known, okay, you're going to screw up. Mm. Like learning to say, ah, I'm sorry, I'll fix it. And everybody goes, okay. Um, yeah, but that was the knee jerk. Uh -huh. So interesting. I did a podcast the other day. Not, I was a guest on some of these podcasts and something came to me about, I said, you know, I think it's a mistakes-driven life, not a purpose-driven life. Mm. And I like, I don't know where that came from, but I thought it's so true. Because There's your book. <laughs> my next book. No, I thought it's so true because by mistakes, we're falling forward. We're failing upwards. We're, you know what I mean? Because if you're not making mistakes, you're not moving forward in any way. You're not taking risk. You're not creating. You're not yeah. doing stuff. But again, we're in such a mistake-averse place, I think, in, in culture that we're paralyzed to like just fail I, I well and then like the people that i work with and then like actors and 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 any level like just acknowledge that you made the mistake and, yeah. and learn from it let's yeah. talk about it because right, right. there's sometimes where like you won't know how to not make that mistake right, yet right. and i do because you know 28 Zero. again <laughs> uh you know like yeah age and wisdom yeah so like here let's talk it out and 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 the learning does come from that so i think yes getting out of your head that way is great yeah. yeah, but yes, is it at the root of all of us that insecurity in what we do? Sure. Yes, of course. I don't think it ever ends, but I think our relationship to it changes. That's great. Know? Yeah, that's a great way to look at it. What? Uh, how would you describe acting in one word? 
fun. It is fun. People forget it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. Things just fall in line when you have fun. Things work well, out when you have fun. Yeah, I mean, it. it uh, not to get, I get, you're, is, you're quick round, I'm talking too much. I'm sorry. It's okay. like, I like it. It, it. Yeah, just cut me out later. It's, um, the, one of the things that happened during the pandemic we all joke, like, at some point in this industry, it's like, oh, we're not saving lives. Right. Um, there came a point in the pandemic, like, right after we locked down, what did everybody in the world who was locked down do? They started watching, watching TV and stuff. movies. Yeah. Like, they had to unplug from the 24-hour, like, frantic panic news cycle. Right, and yeah. And everybody went to entertainment to feel better and to have things to talk about with each other since we can only talk on the phone and Zoom. And I remember This Is Us was the second show that was back up and running. And I remember the gravity of doing it right so that we were safe and the people we were inviting in were safe. Mm -hmm. Because at that point, there was nothing to help you if you got sick. Mm -hmm. And But at the same time, knowing entertainment was important and we needed to feed that to people. And we knew that that show was beloved. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody felt like they were a service mm -hmm. by entertaining no it's true so like it it should be this fun joyous important thing that we do uh and i think that that really got lost i think that that sort of has been appreciated again now that i think we all have a little bit more perspective on yeah i love that life. you're reminding us about that you know i think that's the interesting thing also about getting through COVID, although like you said, we're, we're not through it. I don't think it's always going to be here, but like the amazing resiliency about being human is we forget in a way, like yeah. we remember it, but now we've moved on, which can be sometimes to our own peril, but um, interesting. Josh, my last question is how would you define or describe love? Oh man, that got deep. Um, just, Oh, if you, I don't know. It's one of those things. Like if I if I could, uh, I remember as a dancer, and I can't think of her name right now. Saying, if I had words for it, I wouldn't need to dance it. Mm -hmm. That to me is a little like what love is. Like if I had words for it, I wouldn't need to just feel it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the sort of calm and peaceful and uh, and the trust. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think having love in our lives sort of shapes everything else well said i always say my definition of love is just this moment right now oh yeah thanks for being here yeah. super fun thanks for having me yeah thank and, you and josh where can people find you don't stalk him do not stalk this casting director don't yeah. do it well, don't send him unsolicited tapes send him dms in your joker face makeup i've had that happen were you tagged on any of those i always say when you know when the joker came out i had so many actors male actors who posted on instagram they were in full makeup and then they did monologues from the joker and tagged me i don't know <laughs> i mean i'm honored and flattered but i was a little scared so yeah. don't do that actors don't do this to josh but work do you have a public uh, profile honored and flattered and i moved <laughs> Ah, I'm in an undisclosed state. I'm actually not in our theater in LA right now. This it's is like a, a background. Um, Can for they for now? Like for I'm, now, he is not. Well, on I mean, any for socials. now, it's Instagram because like okay. I'm getting rid of Twitter slowly. Oh yeah, Facebook. I'm getting rid of. Like I've got groups there, but like, like I'm not accepting space. anybody else in yeah. it anymore because like it just feels too evil empire. I know that Instagram is also I know. owned by Meta, but like in the, the meantime, yes. like. 
it's okay to follow me there. Although it's a lot of like pictures of the dog or like I cooked this thing, you know, like look at my bread, like, you know, so it's, it's not always, or, or it's, it'll get a little political. So good as it should be. Well, art is politics, Josh. It's all politics. It is. But like I, I, I liked before when I had Twitter and Instagram, Twitter was more politics and Instagram was like work and cute. I'm looking for this and, but yeah, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I do also occasionally post there when I'm looking for roles. It doesn't happen often, but it does happen. You're going to get so. all these followers now. It's so. Josh Einson. Yeah, E-I-N-S-O-H-N. Um, yeah, so that for now until we come up with the next thing is the best way. And by the way, if you get somebody's address, don't send them stuff at home. It's weird. We'll leave with that. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. I'm so glad. It's weird is the last thing. That they and do. sync. <laughs> Thanks for listening to In The Moment. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and follow us at Anthony Mindel and at AMAW Studios, plus all the worldwide accounts near you for more. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by We Audition. Receive 25% off with the promo code AMAW on weaudition.com. The video chat community to audition, rehearse, self-tape, and get advice, and hopefully book the fucking job. All right. All right, we're rolling. Should I do a clapper? Yeah, you can do it. Let's all clap. One, two, three. That was terrible. (laughs) Those are going to be in the outtakes. Okay.